Oh my God, Becky, look at her butt. Hi, and welcome to the Stop Chasing Skinny radio program, where every Tuesday night you can find us on kinetichifi.com from 9 to 10 Eastern. The Stop Chasing Skinny radio show, we talk about everything that has to do with creating a fit life. And um, Stop Chasing Skinny is important to me because I spent many, many years chasing skinny through doing tons and tons of exercise and uh, depriving my body of nutrients and then overeating and then undereating again. And it was just a mess. I never actually reached my goal. So once I finally reached my goal and started to actually build a very solid and fit life, um, I wanted to share some of that with you. So I do offer an online coaching program and I feel like uh, I am kind of the first line of defense. I'm like that first responder that shows up on the scene of an accident. Uh, A lot of people come to me because they want to lose weight. And sure, the first stop is a personal trainer. You're like, can you give me a program to help me lose weight? So that's what I started with was a lot of the training stuff. And then I realized, wow, nutrition is such a huge part of it. So I just have a very basic nutritional certification. I just talk about the basic stuff. Um, And then from there, I like to refer people out to specialists. So that's who I have on the show today. I have Dr. Jemerson, who is a chiropractor, and I have Dr. Gillespie, who is a functional Functional medicine doctor. Functional medicine doctor. That's right. I love that. I really love that. Um, I come across all kinds of things happening in people's bodies on a regular basis where it's way beyond what I can help with in the training realm or the traditional and just nutritional side. So I asked them to come on today to talk about a lot of things that I see on a regular basis and things that I just have to refer people out to. So um, if you guys could do a little more of an introduction for yourselves um, and let us know more about your backgrounds. That'd be great. I guess I'll start with myself. Uh, I'm Jeremiah Jimerson. I'm a, I'm a chiropractor. Um, a little bit more than that, I'm, I'm more of a soft tissue specialist, uh, a little bit more of a biomechanist, um, and, and just, you know, really uh, more uh, of a biohacker as well uh, on myself and then, uh, you know, eventually some of the, the patients and uh, mostly ask myself the, the question, uh, uh, why? Um, I love that philosophy because uh, that's, I don't know if anybody listening follows Tim Ferriss, but he does kind of this. That's how he started out was testing everything on himself. Um, but you have the whole medical background to um, to solidify <laughs> to, that. To, to make it dangerous, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? And that's awesome. That's really awesome. And Dr. Gillespie, could you share a little bit about yourself? Yes, my name is uh, Stuart Gillespie. So um, I first trained as an osteopath back in London. Uh, excuse the accent. Uh, I'll, uh, oh, we love it. You may need some translation <laughs> at some point. But um, I then came over to the U.S. and became a chiropractor as well as Jeremiah. We went to school together. And uh, and since, uh, since, since leaving school, I've sort of, done a bit more on nutrition, weight loss. I used to work in a weight loss practice and chronic disease practice. Uh, and then I wanted to get a bit more science behind me and get a bit more qualification behind me. And I started doing blood testing and saliva testing and really looking for um, underlying causes of chronic disease, weight loss, weight gain, um, thyroid issues, estrogen issues, all these things that are major players in the reasons why, even though you're eating a clean diet and exercising as much as you possibly can, there's other reasons why you may not be losing weight, and it's more than just a diet and exercise problem. I love that too, because I hear a lot of people who think that it's their willpower that's broken, or they're not working out hard enough, so now they're having all that judgment against themselves when really it's something that's chemically happening in their bodies, that they could change a few things and and have that work better for them. So I'm sure you see that a lot. Yes, we see that a lot, and it's a lot of frustration out there. And uh, and basically, your first, as you say, your first protocol is nutritionist, and uh, your you're first told to sort of uh, eat less and exercise more, and that is only going to cause problems further down the road. And uh, really, you should be go look beyond your symptoms, look beyond what you come in with, and just look for underlying causes and underlying problems, things like digestive problems, hormonal imbalances, um, neurotransmitter stuff going on, brain problems. It's a huge, huge problem, and it's not just a simple diet problem or a simple exercise problem. Uh, that's that's excellent. And I, it's, I think a lot of people and I just have really recently realized the connection between your gut health and your brain health. Right. I mean, uh, who would think that? Right. That's right. That's right. I mean, this is I mean, even even MDs, a lot of uh, uh, fantastic sort of uh, neurosurgeons out there are sort of equating sort of problems like Alzheimer's and, and mental diseases with your gut. It's a huge factor. So leaky gut means leaky brain. So that's uh, the digestive is really your first port of call for anything, any problems out there. 
Yeah, even things that you would think just are emotional or psychological. Yes, yes, ADHD, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's, oh gosh, I'm so excited about this interview. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so the first question I really want to, the first topic I want to dive into is the importance of hormone balancing for energy, exercise, and weight loss, and then, as you mentioned, the adrenals and estrogen. This is huge, especially for women, which is my primary listener base. It is huge, and um, and. I mean, really, I mean, weight loss or weight gain is actually a problem with your metabolism. Um, and so metabolism is really controlled by hormones. And so really, you, if you're entering a, a, a situation where you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to get healthy or you're trying to get rid of fatigue issues, chronic pain or chronic inflammation, your first protocol should really be looking at your hormonal health, your how your hormones are performing. Um, and so a thorough evaluation of that is really your first protocol in anything that you want to do in life, uh, any sort of solution you want to find to your health problems. Because it's not really about weight, it's really about how healthy you are. And so really concentrate and get yourself healthy first before you really try and start going to the gym six days a week or trying to eat a very low calorie diet or trying to eat sort of, you know, a very conscious healthy diet is really look at hormonal imbalances. That should be your first protocol because that's really underneath everything. And I've noticed too, um, so my background is in competitive fitness. I I used to compete in fitness and then I coached competitively. And um, what I saw a lot with that was that the dieting and exercise actually totally exacerbated, exacerbated, uh, made these symptoms worse with the hormonal imbalances. I, it happened to me, my body fat got super low, caused my estrogen levels to get super out of whack i wasn't healthy anymore at that point so do you see that a lot too yes we see that a lot as well and and really you should avoid weight looking at the scales avoid looking at your body fat really avoid that i mean really focus on getting yourself healthy first and a healthy balance is like reaching optimum and you won't you won't see what healthy is from a blood test you won't see what healthy is from eating a good diet because a lot of clients that we see in the office, they eat a very clean diet, they exercise phenomenally well, but they still can't get the results they want. And it's and it's usually a, a digestive problem or a hormonal problem, something like that, that we have to sort of look at rather than just sort of you know, eating clean and, and, and exercising as much as you possibly can. Yeah, I'm so glad that you mentioned that, the um, that whole move more, eat less. I, it's so oversimplified. It actually is maddening to me, <laughs> to tell you the truth. I really, it makes me kind of cringe. Um, yeah, it's, it's super it's, simplified. Yeah, and, it's, it's, <laughs> and it's basically a thorough evaluation. I mean, a lot of the times you go to your MDs, you go to your doctors, you're in there for five minutes uh, and you're told to exercise more and eat less. Um, you really need a thorough evaluation of how you got here in the first place. I mean, what, I mean, it, it, did you have surgeries in the past? Have you had lots of sleep problems? Have you had sort of estrogen issues in the past? Because, I don't give the same protocol for every single person out there. Everybody out there is different. So once you get a thorough history of someone, you can figure out what are the best things and the best protocols you can use in order to make your life simpler and much more healthy. So I want to talk just a little bit about this testing that you do because, and I'll, I'll have a little story because um, this was very eye-opening to me. I have a client who came to me um, after she had finally found a, a an actual doctor that would help her but she went to for three and a half years she went to all of her regular mds she um her symptoms were that she had gained about 30 pounds she was bloated all the time she had digestive issues she ate relatively clean um i saw her old food logs and it was she was at least 80 percent clean um and they did every test under the sun and super invasive and then everything came back totally normal she finally finds this doctor, gets the help that she needs, finds out that she has um, way too much yeast in her system, and she had three different parasites, and one of them being from pork. And she was like, oh, I don't consume pork. Well, she does consume Chinese food, and sometimes they use pork <laughs> fat to flavor. So there's your parasite from pork. Um, so, you know, this woman, she just wasn't going to give up on it. So she spent three and a half years of going to all of these doctors, and then they were basically telling her she was, she was crazy, that she was imagining these symptoms and no, you're fine, look at your tests. So what does your testing process look like and how is that different from these tests that she probably went through? That's an excellent question because most of the people I see have, have seen a multitude of doctors and they're always told that they're normal. Uh, their blood tests are normal and there's nothing wrong with their blood test. But there is something, when uh, an MD will look at a blood test and they will look, they're really looking for diseases. They're look, really looking for pathological situations. Um, the ranges on your, on your blood test are so wide that 
you'd have to sort of be in a very bad state in order to fall outside of what's called the normal range. Mm. Um, and so what we do as functional medicine doctors, rather than looking for disease, we're actually looking to prevent disease. So we're looking for everyday functional problems as opposed to a chronic disease state. So we try and grab hold of something before it gets much worse. I mean, you're told by your MD, come back in six months' time, or we'll evaluate you in six months' time. My situation is look at it with a different set of eyes. Look at it from a much narrower point of view and look for functional everyday problems to, to explain fatigue and gut infections and that kind of stuff so that you prevent something from becoming a much bigger problem down the road. And so we just more than just do a blood test, we do saliva samples, which is the best way to test your, your hormone levels. It's actually through saliva samples, and many MDs don't even look at saliva as, uh, uh, as a way of testing you. Um, one of the biggest issues that everybody has is, as you say, gut infections, yeast infections. Um, if not, you're looking at someone's, if not looking at your digestive system, you're not really looking at your immune system. And the reason why most people bloat all the time, when even if they clean, is the fact they're not digesting things very well. So they either haven't got enough stomach acid in the system, they haven't got enough enzymes in the system to help them break down food. So regardless of how clean you eat, how much, you know, you know, hormone-free meats you eat, if you're not breaking those foods down, you're not getting the nutrients from those from the stuff that you're eating, which is a, which is a, a very big play when it comes to weight loss because a lot of weight gain problems is because of nutrient deficiencies rather than eating clean. And that's tied into cravings too, right? When we're, when we're not digesting these nutrients we need, our body's like, oh, you're not getting the nutrients you need. You could have cravings associated yes, with that. Exactly. And, and cravings is extremely important. I mean, one of the first questions I ask is what do you crave? I mean, different people crave different things and it gives you a little bit of an insight into what sort of hormones are out of balance. So someone craving sugar will have an insulin issue, will have a, will have a sort of blood sugar issue. Someone craving salt is, has what's called an adrenal problem because your adrenals control salt water balance. So if you're craving salt, you're having an adrenal issue and you tend to gain weight around the belly, particularly around the, the, the belly button. Um, insulin blood sugar problems, you tend to, can tend to get, gain weight around the sides, around, around the love handles. And someone who has estrogen issues tend to crave fatty type substances. And so you tend to gain weight around the thighs and the buttocks with estrogen problems. Oh, this is so timely. <laughs> this morning, <laughs> this morning I was looking through, and I, I rarely go on Pinterest to look at health stuff because it just, it's a bunch of just exercises, right? And the very first one that popped up this morning was how to bust those, those, um, those love handles. And it was just a list of different planks to do. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, so this is so, so timely. I'm going to put this in the show notes as a, as an image because this is what I see a lot. And I see a lot of, um, a lot of, I've been to classes too where the instructor is a personal trainer and they're telling them, no, do this side to side and you're going to burn off those love handles. You feel those love handles burning? And I just, I almost have to just walk out because I'm like, <laughs> No, no, they're not. So this is this is wonderful information. Um, it's not just a lack of willpower. It's not I'm not training hard enough. It's not I'm not eating clean enough, which, you know, that's that's really, really um, it, that's really good news probably for some of the listeners because you're like, oh my gosh, I, I told you something wasn't quite right. right. Um, so we're going to take a really quick break and we're going to come right back. And then I want to ask Dr. Jemerson um, to add in anything that he has, uh, that he does that can affect all of this, um, our adrenal health and everything too. So we'll be right back. Stop Chasing Skinny radio program. Uh, so now I want to ask Dr. Jemerson to bring in anything that he can add to the um, the discussion that we've been having about hormonal balancing and energy for exercise, weight loss, adrenals, and estrogen from the chiropractic standpoint. 
So I'm, I'm a chiropractor, but I'm, I'm much more of a, a soft tissue specialist. So, you know, years ago, I, I finally um, started kind of getting to the point where I started asking myself why. And, and the reason why I started to ask myself why was because uh, I was in pain myself. And uh, I suffered with disc issues and back issues, which amusingly, I, I blew my back out for the first time in chiropractic school. No. And, um, yeah. and, and <laughs> Sorry, that's yes, so funny, suffered that's uh, multiple times over and over and over again, you know, throughout the years that... Um, you know, it would take me months upon months upon months to, to rehab myself. And, uh, you know, I, I followed the traditional, you know, like, hey, yeah, please adjust me like three times a week for the rest of my life. Um, you know, um, you know, get in, massage the area that hurts. You know, I was putting acupuncture needles in there. You know, I was, uh, you know, taping the area up. I went as far as uh, I bought a $20,000 um, high-powered LED light that eight of the NFL teams are, are utilizing to start blasting my back. And all that stuff, you know, made it feel good, but but never actually fixed the issue. And it just kept on, you know, making me drive so that I could actually get myself um, um, better. Um, so, you know, typically the, the chiropractic model is looking at the bone spinning out of place, pop back into place, nerve interference in the spine and stuff like that. And, and for me, uh, you know, it's much more of the, well, you know, what pulls the bones out of place? It's, it's always the muscle. It's always the soft tissue. And then eventually, you know, as I started going down deeper into the, into the rabbit hole, it started kind of saying, well, what's making that muscle, you know, work so hard? Um, so from my perspective, you know, I, I see, um, you know, I, I see a lot of, of hormone type type issues. Um, a lot of times, you know, if, if I've gone through and, uh, you know, I've, I've, you know, fixed up the biomechanics, you know, we've got the patient, you know, doing all the rehab, prehab, you know, really kind of fixed a lot of the whys and they still keep having injury after injury after injury. Then you have to start kind of really looking at, at, at hormones and, um, a, a special case that, that, uh, we had had this, this guy was, um, um, he was, a you know, definitely quite the, the type a, uh, you know, executive type type person and, you know, would repeatedly, um, injure him, himself over and over and over and over again. And it would jump all across his body. It went from, from his thumb to his knee, to his back, to his neck. And, and the guy would repeatedly just kind of blow stuff out. He's very muscular, very fit, physically fit. And, uh, and it took us a, a while to start saying, well, you know, okay, why does this keep happening? And then you start kind of realizing that there might be, you know, more issues, you know, to, to, uh, you know, actually his, his suffering. And, and, you know, we ended up finding out that it was, uh, it was more his, uh, stress hormones had, uh, you know, gone, uh, awry and, uh, was repeatedly causing these, these injuries. So it didn't make a difference. I could sit there and jam on him every single day for the rest of his life. But, you know, until you actually, again, fix that whole why, then, you know, you're just going around in, in circles over and over again. Wow. That is so interesting. Cause I think a lot of listeners probably are a little bit type A. I mean, I, I you know, you try are hard, we right? Yeah. I, are real. <laughs> um, so that's that's really interesting. So then, what um, what you guys do to help him out? Um, we, we had to run some, some, uh, saliva panels, uh, on him to actually, you know, to, you know, cause you can make guesses, you know, you can say, Hey, it sounds like this. And, you know, maybe we'll put him on the supplement or that supplement supplement to, uh, to make him feel better. But, you know, the, the best way was to, uh, was to actually run a, a salivary panel on him to actually see what hormones were, were out of whack. And, you know, you know, lo and behold, you know, it turns out that he was taking, you know, some synthetic stuff, which was even causing even more of a whack, you know, but you can see that from, from anybody that's taking, you know, more synthetic type hormones instead of actually ramping up their, their own natural supply. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause once you start taking synthetic stuff, doesn't that maybe kind of make your natural supply decrease? Cause yeah. You, it, yeah, your, your body's, body's like, like well, well, you're going to do my job for me. Yeah, so. Why should I bother? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Cause, and so was he buying, I mean, just cause I, I have the question all the time. I mean, this, these common questions to me, which, which, um, which fat burners are the best? I'm like, Oh, none of them. Yeah. But so I know that people are, are medicating themselves with things like fat burners. So for synthetic hormones, are people self-medicating with that too? I don't even know. Can you buy that over the counter or where do you get that? No, no, there's there's a, a lot of there's a lot of doctors that you know are ready and willing to you know give you a script for you know whatever type of, of hormone that you think that that you need. Oh, um, that's that's interesting because I, I you know this whole thing with pills in general. You know, some yeah. people think that anything you buy, you can buy over the counter is totally fine to take. It should be safe, right? It's yeah. over the counter, or if it's being prescribed by a medical doctor, you're like, oh well, they prescribed it to me, so I totally need it, right? Yeah. It's totally great. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> mm, that's really interesting. Yeah. 
And huh. the, the biggest thing is that is, is that you shouldn't just go by the numbers either. So, you, I mean, sometimes your blood tests do, do come back abnormal. Sometimes you do come low. And the first thing you're told is if you have low vitamin D, let's just supplement with the vitamin D. If you're low in testosterone, let's just supplement with testosterone. If you're low in estrogen, let's just supplement with estrogen. Um, Chop liver, you don't go beyond that. And you have to go beyond why is your testosterone low? Why is your estrogen low? Um, because it's if you just supplement with, with, with estrogen, you're just treating a symptom. Uh, and really, you should be going be beyond that and find out, well, let's figure out why your estrogen low. Is it a thyroid problem? Is it because you have an, uh, an ovarian type issue? Is it an adrenal problems and, and cortisol issues and stress issues? All these things come into play. And if you don't do a thorough evaluation of the whole body, you're going to miss a lot of important information. And just taking a supplement, you feel great in the, in the short term. It, you always make you feel better. But if three months down the road, you find you have to increase the dosage of that medication or increase the dosage of that supplement then you know you're not really treating the underlying problem you're just treating a symptom that is that's great because i i do see that too where you just think oh well i'm just used to it i shouldn't i should need more right right no, not just, necessarily just, yeah <laughs> and, and, and you're told all the time to increase the dosage because if you make made you feel good in the in the beginning all you need to do is cre- increase the dosage but any supplement or any drug, if you take in the short term, will make you feel better. But if you start to sort of slow down a little bit after about three months and you, you find you need more of it, what you're really finding is you're not actually treating the underlying problem. Uh, which could actually cause things to go even more out of whack, Even right? more out of whack, yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. I just, I am having so much fun in this interview. I don't know if you guys can tell. <laughs> I'm, I'm like losing track of time. I'm just so interested in all this stuff because it is all of the very common things that come to me where... Um, you know, I, I do recommend that my clients or even just random people that I'm talking to, I recommend that they see people like you guys and they're like, oh, okay. But I I don't, I, I just, until now, I didn't really have a great resource that it could be like, and this is why you need to go see them. So this, this interview is going to be really great. So I can share all of this with everybody that, I mean, I, I don't, can you think of anybody who shouldn't come see you guys? I mean, I can't, I personally can't. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't really think of. Not really. And and, and just going back to uh, Dr. Jimison's specialty is that a lot of hormonal issues, a lot of weight gain issues, they tend to show up as pain before they get actually into weight gain issues or into hormone issues. So a lot of, uh, say, adrenal problems might show up as back pain. A lot of estrogen issues might show up as hip pain. Um, a lot of uh, uh, liver issues might show up as right shoulder or right neck pain and fatigue. And so this is why he's a specialist in this because he can sort of see this. This isn't really a, a structural problem. This is more of an endocrine or functional problem. And that's where he that's where he sort of sees these underlying problems. And he's, Because he deals with pain all the time, he knows how to recognize pain right off the bad so conversely he knows how sometimes pain is not just a structural thing it might be something else going on so that's wow the, that is really interesting because I, mean, I didn't even know that at all yeah. <laughs> not not one bit <laughs> wow wow well i want to go ahead and move on to the second topic i mean i could just we could just talk like this for the whole time but i really want to get through all five topics that we um that we have on the list here so the next one i want to talk about is the role in diet in terms of your exercise goal and then um what is your exercise goal is it performance based is it weight loss based so let's talk a little bit about that so um, really, you should find out what your goals are before you do any sort of diet or exercise program. So um, the diet that you choose or the diet I prescribe to someone is not necessarily the same for everybody. It all depends what your goal is. So really have a clear plan of, of are you doing this to, to lose weight? Are you doing this to gain muscle? Are you doing this for because you have a triathlon coming around the corner and you want to sort of uh, be at your peak performance? Because the way you tackle that is different for every, every situation. So, so like a, a weight loss goal or a fat loss goal, I'd like to call it because nobody really likes to lose weight because you tend to lose a lot of bone tissue and a lot of muscle tissue if you're going for weight loss. So for, for body fat loss, you should really be looking at a sort of high-protein diet, really low-carb diet, but that wouldn't really help you in a performance-type scenario where you're sort of trying to run a 26-mile race without any sugar in your system. <laughs> so so it's, it's really important to sort of clearly define those goals and, uh, and uh, take it from there. Um, and, and, and there's, there's multiple roads, you know, uh, you know, to that. And, you know, the, the best diet is the one that you can actually follow. Oh, thank you for saying that. I'm, I'm all about that. <laughs> yeah. Start where you are and then like yeah. work towards something that is going to be attainable and maintainable for yeah. you. Right? Yeah. There's, there's a, a bunch of different ways to, to optimal. It's just which, which of those ways that you can choose that you can actually, you know, manage it, you know, and, and be sane and actually keep with it. 
Yeah, yeah. And do you guys, because um, I, I see this a lot just because of the role that I play, uh, we talk about goals a lot. And a lot of times, um, you know, I do a lot of vision board stuff. And I always, I, I try to help my clients figure out what which goals are make sense, really. Um, yeah, because somebody may, you know, they may pull out like a picture of, you know, a, a CrossFitter, for example, like the top, one of the top CrossFitters, you know, she's all like jacked and lean and like ripped, but they want to run marathons. So like, you know, do you, <laughs> that's a lot of dead weight you're carrying around. Um, so do you, do you guys help like help clarifying those goals too, whenever you're sitting down with a client to kind of figure out like, what is, what is your real goal here? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, yeah. you have to ask them that and, and, you know, what, what their passion is, you know, sometimes, you know, like, like you said, sometimes, you know, somebody, somebody wants to kind of bulk up, but you know, that's their thing is, you know, doing spin like six days a, a week. <laughs> I see that too. I'm like, you are not going to build muscles not in that gonna cardio happen. room. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure that you guys see that a lot too with the, um, like the, the, nutritional stuff too like they uh you know I, I get the question a lot like oh, do I have to give them my wine well I'm like well yeah. how much do you drink like one what bottle or glass well it's like a bottle a night a bottle a night yeah. so do you guys talk about um like things like that like like yeah. lifestyle choices and, oh absolutely yeah. absolutely and, and just you know try to try to get people to, to make some of those, you know, better choices, you know, at, at least, you know, uh, in, in my office, you know, we see a lot of runners and, you know, it's always trying to talk them down, um, from, you know, not running their face off, you know, every single day and to actually add some muscle, you know, b behind that, because when you're stronger, it makes everything easier. Um, and you know, you know, we, we really kind of focus on, um, you know, getting them to, to train for, for their actual goals. And, uh, you know, even though that they might not necessarily like training that way that, um, you know, sometimes because, because, uh, because you don't want to do that, that means that what, that you really need to do that. That is excellent. Thank you for that, for the runners too. I mean, like yeah. I said, I mean, I had spent years and years and years just running and I was running my face off. Yeah. Like that was it. I mean, I was just running and gosh, how good could I have been if I would have actually cross trained and done those other yeah. things. So speaking of that, um, a runner, for example. So I have a lot of runners who listen to me, um, who are my clients, who come to me for the weight training aspect of it. So if you have somebody come to you who is a runner, um, what, they just run. What do you typically, what are the kind of the first steps that you have them change? For for me, you know, it's it's one of those things that I always like to take a look at person's you know biomechanics, you know, uh, you know throughout the day. Um, so you know, I want to know, you know, are are they a desk jockey? Is it somebody that you know sits you know six hours a day, you know, uh, at work, and then they've got you know a forty five minute commute, and you know they're they're typically spending you know majority of their day with their butt muscles in the off position and then they can't figure out you know why they stretch 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 their hamstrings or why they keep blowing out calf muscles etc cetera, etc cetera, and basically because their their butt isn't working anymore um so it's true though right like yeah. you sit on it so much it you you stop even engaging yeah. it and you can use momentum get out of chairs and all yeah. that so with with uh you know with with runners you know biomechanics is so important and so you know so so special because um you know that's them doing the exact same motion thousands upon thousands of repetitions over and over and over again. So, you know, that's why people, you know, start freaking out when they start increasing their mileage and start, you know, blowing out, you know, a calf muscle. Well, I don't understand. This never happened to me. I've been running like this for, you know, over and over and over again. Like, well, you know, you're also, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of, you know, fatiguing some of your stress hormones cause you're running over and over again. So now you're, you're kind of predisposing yourself to injuries. Plus you sit all day, you know, at work and your butt muscle isn't working. So your butt's starting to say, Hey calf, you know, I, I need you to kind of jump in and help out. And that guy's like, you know what? That's not really my job. And, uh, and eventually it blows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so, yeah, that's, that's. That's absolutely perfect. Yeah, right? so it's it's mostly trying to trying to fig, uh, figure out where that weakest link is and get in there and kind of fix it. And and a lot of times you just see you know all these little nagging complaints um, start you know going away because you know like I said you can keep treating that funky area you know over and over and over again. But you know uh, a lot of times you just end up chasing that pain over and over again. Yeah, so it never actually goes away. So I know they don't, we don't have this on the list, but um, I want to ask a little bit about um, adrenal health, um, thyroid health everything like your your hormone health associated with running because um you know just continuing to do way too much cardio what kind of stress does that put on your body well the, the latest research and we're not against runners because we see a lot of runners in oh i'm not either i'm sorry yeah, i know yeah I mean, I, we, running's yeah. like my first love but because 
the first <laughs> question people ask is, you're not going to stop me from running, are you? No, absolutely not. No. But <laughs> we just want to make you better. Better, better <laughs> train, train smarter, not harder. Exactly. Right. Train smarter. And also eat smarter and, 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 and take care of the, 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 the organs that sort of get thrown out of whack when you're doing constant cardio sessions. So those two, those two organs being the thyroid and the adrenals. And it's, it's really been shown, there's a lot of research shown is that after about 25 minutes of constant cardio sessions, that means running constantly without taking any, any breaks or any, doing any sort of interval type training. So um, after about 25 minutes, your cortisol, which is your anti-inflammatory hormone, which is a very good hormone that you have, um, it takes care of pain and infl- inflammation. Uh, also sort of takes care of injuries and also digestive health. So the cortisol really ramps up after about 25 minutes and a, a cortisol, a cortisol is an adrenal hormone. Um, and so that is a good thing in the short term because your, your, your body is preparing for the inflammation and pain it's going to feel the next day. So it wants to sort of try and prevent that. Trouble is though, when you're running beyond 25 minutes, when you're running to this 40 minute scenario, 50 minute scenario, even marathon type runners, your cortisol sort of goes through the roof. And cortisol excess is one of the most damaging things that the body can go through. It's almost like, like uh, sugar for, for diabetics. It really, cortisol starts to break the, the body down after, after once it ramps up. So it goes off the protein sources, things like joints, things like muscles, things like tendons. And so there's certain strategies that you can do if you are a runner out there to try and prevent that cortisol from breaking down your muscle tissue. And you'll see this in, in, in marathon runners. You'll see that they look very emaciated because um, they've run just around two hours. And so they're very low on body fat, but they're also very low on muscle, muscle tissue because that cortisol really breaks down all the muscles and the bones there. And so that's one thing you have to prevent is sort is muscle breakdown from too much running and you do that with a very high protein diet or you take some protein supplements or you even take some adrenal type supplements as well just to sort of calm the inflammation down and calm to sort of cortisol excess and that and that's pretty important too because you know a, a lot of uh, a lot of people you will use running as as almost you know their psychiatrist you know they use that you know because they lead very stressful lives you know day in day out and then on top of it you know the the uh, you know so so that's increasing the stress hormones there and then on top of it the the running sometimes will put them over over the edge that is oh that's so counterintuitive because this is I mean I've read tons and tons of stuff and I know that you know exercise is a good stress reliever but this is I mean what you're sharing now like it's it's very counterintuitive Mm -hmm. and you think that more is better and oh I felt so much better after that two-hour run that's that's really interesting so I see how all of this is so connected Uh, We're going to just take a really quick break, and then you mentioned supplements. I want to come back and immediately talk about that. And welcome back. Okay, so changing subjects really quickly. We will get into the supplements, but um, I hear this all the time. I started training for a half marathon or a marathon, and I gained weight. So these guys have this pretty interesting story to share with us. So yeah, what happens when you're running too much? So basically, uh, any sort of overtraining, so even resistance exercise, or but particularly running, is, 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 is the biggest thing. So we're talking about that cortisol exercise, so that, that adrenal insufficiency or, or hypoadrenia or adrenal fatigue. There's lots of different names for it. But basically, everyone out there is sort of saying, I've got to run more and more. I've got to run every single day. And, and the biggest thing is, is, is to notice is how does that make you feel? So are you waking up with joint pain? Are you waking up with, with fatigue? Are you getting very tired? Are, is your thyroid slowing down? Are you losing hair? Are you bloating? Um, soreness in particular. But the biggest thing is are you getting results? So are you losing weight from all this running? And if you're not, that is a big, big, big sign of what, what they call adrenal fatigue. And that is basically sort of cortisol excess. And quite often what I tell these people is that they have to do less. They have to, so, so people come and see me and I tell them, actually you have to stop exercising altogether and they look at me as though I have two heads. Um, <laughs> They're like, no, I can't do that. Like, I, I can't do that. that. I, I can't, can't do that. that. And, uh, and but, so, but, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. But really, but really, I mean, if, if you're going to exercise, I would sort of, sort of, sort of, sort of t- especially if you're doing cardio, um, I would sort of, you know, make it as short as possible, 25 minutes ex- uh, is probably the most cardio I would do and I would always take a day off uh, in between cardio sessions and sort of take days off. Rest is really important most people feel that they're actually losing weight while they're exercising it's actually the opposite you actually lose weight and you burn fat when you're resting and when you're sleeping and so exercise is 
really should be seen as a way to tone muscle and, and, and a way to shape your body rather than weight loss. The biggest, the biggest weight loss you're ever going to see is by, by dietary changes, not by exercise changes. So exercise is a very minimal player when it comes to, when it comes to weight loss. Um, exercise is more shaping the body. Um, the, biggest, the biggest results you're ever going to get is actually by changing diet and taking the right supplements and taking care of the organ that is actually wrong or the t- t- taking care of, the care of the organ that is not functioning properly is it your thyroid is it the ovary is it the adrenals look at those players and fix those th- problems first before you sort of um otherwise you are going to see weight gain rather than weight loss if, if you exercise too much and um listeners did you hear him he said sleep like really sleep yeah. <laughs> i do have clients that will you know that they'll um, they'll be like four or five weeks into my training program and they're saying stephanie i'm not seeing results so i asked them you know can i see your food log and um then i asked them how much they're sleeping and nine times out of ten they're not so i'm like just you know skip that cardio session it's okay yeah, do your go weight, to sleep take a nap cardio. <laughs> yeah exactly go take a nap sleep in um yeah but it's yeah. again you, counterintuitive yeah your, your body loves balance and it, it loves that that yin and that yang and so if you're going 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 all the time you need that that uh, special recovery time um i listened uh, in on uh, an interview with uh, this this female um champion um you know crossfitter and this this girl was you know quite the uh, outlier she was you know she could train something like seven days a week for three hours a, a day but she's like i can guarantee you that every other hour of the day she goes i am recovering she goes mm-hmm. my entire world exists around recovering so you know everything from her diet to massage to yoga to stuff that you know relieves stress and and you know and and you know what she does is is you know she's definitely on the fringe of of you know of being you know superhuman yeah, yeah, and I, if that's most of the us part, can't do that, right? <laughs> right, just sleep other. <laughs> but most, I, I, you know, that's that's not like the the sexy side of working out, right? You can't sell that in magazines oh. where you're like, here, this is my recovery. You know, like <laughs> this is my recovery plan. No, you sell a workout plan. So yeah. magazines, media, whatever, you know, it's all these workout plans. Do this, do this, do this. Yeah, so you're not really like selling. Okay, so I sleep. I decrease stress in my life yeah. by doing X, Y, and Z, removing yeah. <laughs> ABC. Um, yeah, yeah. So Medi- um, meditation for a six pack. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I like that title. That's good. <laughs> it's so true, though. Yeah. And yeah, but we try to we do it the hard way for sure. Um, so the the reason we wanted to kind of jump onto this topic was because uh, during the break, the guys were telling me the story about how there was a there was a bride that you were working with. Yes, up in D.C. There was, a, there was a bride I was working with who wanted to lose weight in a very short period of time, about six weeks before her wedding day. And, uh, and she was exercising, same thing, an hour a day, hour and a half a day for six days a week, seeing all the personal trainers, and she wasn't getting the results. She wasn't losing weight at all. And so I basically told her to, just, you know, to stop exercising sort of, and, and, and change her eating plan and sort of take the stress out of her life, either physical stress in terms of like, you know, structural <coughs> balances or emotional stresses in, in terms of like mental health and stuff like that and environmental stress like, like poor inflama- inflammatory type foods and poor diet. But essentially, I mean, just stopping her from exercising, actually, she actually started losing weight by actually not exercising. And, and we see this a lot all the time is that you actually do better by not exercising as much, not stressing the body out so much because exercise is a stress to the body and so this adrenal fatigue which isn't diagnosed at all i mean you won't see many mds some mds will say that it doesn't even exist but it's a huge player out there uh, adrenal fatigue and so if you're not taking care of those adrenals you're actually sort of you continually stress and you're continually stressing the body out and that will stress always makes you gain weight stress never makes you lose weight so um Eliminate stress is, 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 is a big factor, and so and so resting is much more important than exercising sometimes. She she had actually backed down everything and lost all this weight and actually <laughs> came back to him later on and said, uh, you got to help me gain weight because now I don't fit into this dress. <laughs> right. When do you ever hear that? <laughs> <laughs> right? From doing less. That's awesome. This is great news. It really is, and it's, it's what you said. It's working smarter, not harder. Yeah. And so let's talk a little bit speaking of working smarter not harder what about some optimal supplements um you know we've we've heard i don't know some people have or haven't heard that our food sources are not nearly as good as what they used to be our soil is depleted that kind of thing so what about um supplements well when i started with this about 10 years ago about doing weight loss i mean i was never a big prescriber of supplements um Mainly because 90% of the supplements out there aren't that good. They're synthetic, they're, they're poorly made, and you just don't digest them. So it's it's never how much 
supplements do you take, but it's how, actually how many supplements are you absorbing? I mean, how, how much are, are going through that gut lining? How much are you digesting? Do you have enough stomach acid to break these supplements down and therefore get the nutrients from there? So I was never a big supplement fan. But as you said, with the soil being sort of depleted and, uh, and, and stuff, and also because supplements... You know, there, there should be just a supplement. You should be getting all this stuff in your food, but these days you're not getting all this stuff in your food. So supplements are very important, particularly if you're sort of exercising on a daily basis. You have to get those nutrients in the system because a lot of, uh, a lot of your success depends on how much, nu- how much nutrients you have in the system. Um, in terms of the best supplements out there, then you really have to sort of treat yourself as if you would treat your child or treat your baby. Would you, give, would you feed your baby fast food? No, you wouldn't. You'd feed them organic food or organic fruits and vegetables. So look at organic type supplements. And there's loads of uh, companies now doing organic plant-based supplements out there, which are really high quality. Um, and look at prescriptive strength type supplements um, rather than just sort of going to your locals and just sort of grabbing something off the shelf. Um, so organic whole food supplements are the way to go. So uh, I, I would definitely sort of say that. And bacon, lots of fat, lots <laughs> right? and lots so of good, fat. Yeah, <laughs> like thirty percent fat. <laughs> that's awesome. That's 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 my supplement of choice. Is it bacon? Yeah, bacon and butter. Yeah, yeah. Because people miss out on those, um, and so fat actually satiates you, so you have less cravings and yeah. you stay full. Um, I did I, a few years ago. The chiropractor that I was going to, he said that he started noticing that a lot of women um, who were taking fat blockers were having a lot of muscular skeletal issues. Do you ever see any of that kind of stuff? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm always trying to talk people off the the no fat you know bandwagon wagon and you know and and I'm not saying that you know body wise that you know yes you know bodybuilders have been doing it for for years upon years where they cut you know all the fat out of their diet and they rip up and they get absolutely shredded but you know what is that doing to your hormones you know over over time like you know that's that's what your 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 hormones are derived from is fat so if you don't have fat in your in uh, in your diet you know your hormones aren't going to work right you're not going to be able to produce your hormones majority of your nervous system is all fat and cholesterol based so you know you know how how important is that yeah yeah that's that's huge and your brain health too right like you're decreasing your body fat and i mean from a an aesthetic perspective like your skin if you're not having enough good fats then your skin's going to be like all crinkly and wrinkly and you know i see a lot of people they'll spend tons and tons of money on creams for the outside of their body but they don't you know take that time to actually buy quality Mm -hmm. food and supplements for inside of their body yes definitely i mean i mean trying to think of working from the inside out right from rather than the outside in so less creams and just sort of working on digestive health is really important and just going back to the fat thing i mean as you say cholesterol cholesterol is a really important player in terms of hormonal health so if for guys out there your testosterone is made from cholesterol so if you're doing low fat low cholesterol diets or if you're on statin medications for for high cholesterol you're actually lowering your testosterone out there even women out there Estrogen is made from cholesterol. So again, low-fat diets, you're going to get estrogen problems down the road. So it may not affect you in your 20s and your 30s, but we're sort of we're trying to prevent things from being a really big problem in your 40s and your 50s, things like menopausal health and low estrogen levels and low bone health. It's really all tied into low cholesterol and low-fat diets. So please, that is not the way to go in terms of getting healthy. And that's really what it's all about, is getting healthy rather than actually sort of losing weight and, 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 and getting low, low body fat percentage. Try and think about just staying healthy. Well, and that's what I think there's a disconnect there, too, because people, um, you know, uh, like from the outside, you think one thing looks healthy. So you do all these things to get to that. But it's all of the wrong things. You're actually making yourself unhealthier. Like, (laughs) does that make sense? Like, you know, so you want to be thin. So you cut out the fat. That's not actually going to make you healthier. So so counterintuitive. It is so counterintuitive. Like pretty much everything you've been taught by the media. I think we've all been educated by the media for nutrition, right? Um, Just undo that. Some of my best clients that I have are the ones that come to me and they're like, Stephanie, I don't know anything about anything. And I'm like, you're awesome. Because the ones that have read all of the fitness magazines, all of that stuff, like, (laughs) But women's Ooh. women's health says. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> women's health said I could do these planks, and my my uh, my my love handles would go yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not so much. And women also have testosterone, and in, in in our we have testosterone in our bodies too, right? So I mean, that correct. Would- and and men have estrogen as well. So I mean, it's, it's 
Dr. Jeremiah said before, it's all about balance. And so you can't drive your body one way and think that it's not going to react. So your body works on balancing hormones. So so estrogen, progesterone is like they, they balance each other. Estrogen, testosterone balance each other. So if you're going one way, you're gonna you're gonna see some problems in in in, in the other direction. And so balance is the key. Balance yeah, like a seesaw. Like a seesaw. Yeah. So it's the same thing with calcium and magnesium. So supplements balance each other too. So if you're taking too much calcium, your magnesium is going to deplete. If you're taking too much potassium, your sodium is going to deplete. If you're taking too much B vitamins, your other vitamins are going to deplete. So it's all about taking everything in, a, in, in, a, in the right quantities. Now, what about fats? Like, you know, because we have omega-3, 6, 9. We were just talking about fats. So those need to be balanced as well, right? Mm-hmm. So most, most of the things that you read, they're like, oh, have, have olive oil. Olive oil is the best. Do everything with olive oil. <laughs> what, what do you think about fats? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you, you definitely, you know, like you said, there, there's got to be balance. And, you know, you know, far too too often, you know, in our diet, you know, we're, we're loading up on the omega-6s, which is more along the pro-inflammatory cascade. So, you know, again, that, that starts kind of leading into inflammation instead of, you know, eating a lot of the anti-inflammatory. But, you know, again, you can't eat too much of that stuff, you know, too, because, you know, again, there's got to be that that balance. We just like to do everything in excess. I think. Yeah, yeah. We just we just want to kill it. <laughs> we do. We're killing it in every in every aspect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and and don't worry about butter. I mean, we I mean we cut out fat in our diets, and everything just doesn't taste very good. So um, you know, bring some high fat foods in, like butter, grass fed butters in particular, are very good to cook with, saute vegetables with, and saute meats with. Uh, things like coconut oil adds a nice little bit of taste, yeah. and uh, again, a very good thing to cook with. Olive oil, you know, don't cook with olive oil because it breaks down very easily. So take olive oil raw. Um, so there's all these great little fats out there and make things much more tastier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, grass fed butter is, you know, loaded in all your good, you know, omega threes. It's got yeah, muramic it's acid. Yeah, superfood now. I'm yeah. sorry. What is it? Have it's got acid? muramic acid. It's okay. a, it's a heart, uh, basically like a heart food. Um, but you know, it's, it's awesome, awesome stuff. So now I read an article too, talking about cholesterol. So cholesterol has gotten this really bad rap as far as, um, heart disease. The article that I was reading was talking about the job of cholesterol is to actually protect the walls uh, or the lining of of your arteries. And it's, so the problem isn't necessarily that you're having cholesterol in your diet. The problem is all the inflammation that you're causing, right? 100%. That's that's exactly right. So again, cholesterol is... Your body makes 80% of the cholesterol in, in in your system. Cholesterol, your brain is made out of cholesterol. Your hormones, vitamin D, testosterone, estrogen, they're all made out of cholesterol. Um, cholesterol is your body's protector. It's your it, it sort of protects you against inflammation. So if you have a breakage in your coronary artery, like you're talking about, if you have a breakage there, that's not caused by cholesterol. That's caused by inflammation, too much high sugar or, or too much stress in the body, uh, too much inflammation. And so what your cholesterol is doing there, your body sends cholesterol to try and fix that breakage to try and sort of it's almost like spackle on a on a wall it's really just trying to try to trying to cover up the cracks and so when they cut up you know cut up the coronary arteries in the 70s and they found lots of cholesterol in the artery it's there to protect you it's not it's not there. It's, it's there to protect you against the inflammation so don't worry about having too much cholesterol on the diet have your you know your, your whole eggs rather than your egg yolks um, cholesterol is very important protector of the body especially against inflammation yeah, that's yeah. It's all of these things that it's like kind of and the opposite. Everybody's of scratching their heads right now, going, "Yeah, you won't." Huh? Hear, you Wait won't, a minute, you I have no idea what to do now. <laughs> you won't hear this from your MDs, unfortunately. You won't hear this from the government, but it's. You know, cholesterol. Well, I mean, even even Harvard's, you know, starting to say, okay, okay, maybe <laughs> okay. saturated fats aren't that bad, right, right. But I mean, this, is, I mean, uh, most of the thinking out there, and I, I'm not trying to denigrate MDs because MDs are fantastic and, uh, and and they're very good for acute situations. But for functional type problems, um, you really have to sort of go beyond what you're hearing out there because it's very old thinking. And uh, uh, so. See your functional medicine practitioners. They're much more modern thinking. They can read blood tests. They order blood tests. They order saliva tests. They're just like your regular MDs. Um, so they say, but they treat things in a very nutritional way. So rather than give you medications as a solution, they put you on a lifestyle path, not just in the short term, but in the long term. And they put you on nutritional protocols as opposed to medications and surgery. It's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's learning how to, how to think outside the box. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, in, in the end too, it's, 
you know, when you look at healthcare, it's so much less expensive too. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, you know, people just don't do it because in the, the long run, yeah, 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 totally. Um, but you just haven't been, you haven't been, I don't know, just educated to do that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right, thinking outside of the box. Yeah, I mean, every, everybody always ends up, you know, chasing the um, the actual result after, you know, like even even in terms of you know physical injuries, you know, somebody blows their knee out or whatever, and you know, everybody's sitting there, you know, with MRIs, you know, uh, staring at the at the at the knee, and uh, you know, saying, yep, yeah, that's that's degenerated. That you've got a meniscus tear instead of like taking that step back and maybe a couple more steps back and saying, why, why, man, that should be good for like, you know, 16 million cycles. That should be good till you're 130 years old, but you just blew it out when you're like 40. Like why? Um, so, you know, I, I just, you know, I definitely think that people need to uh, to start asking themselves, you know, more the, the why in terms of, you know, when things happen, uh, because if you can figure out the why, it's it's a lot easier to kind of treat it. And it's a uh, and it's a lot easier to to make yourself feel better and, and protect yourself from from uh, um, things going on in the future. Yeah, that's yeah, because you're right. I mean, you have one injury like that, then it might pop up somewhere else if you don't fix the why. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can just sit there and, and you know, you know, do that surgery in there, but you never took care of, you know, that biomechanical reason, you know, like if, if the ankle was tight and it caused, you know, that that uh, that that need to work that much harder and be that much more unstable. You can sit there and, you know, surgically repair that knee, but you didn't fix that. Maybe you kind of stopped the leak. Now, maybe a sudden, you know, somebody's going to blow something out in their hip. Maybe they're going to blow something out in their foot. Um, but, you know, eventually you're going to end up paying the price. Yeah, because we're probably like having cortisol shots and stuff to yeah. make the area numb. So we just yeah. keep pushing through it. Yeah, you it. just keep duct taping it. <laughs> just keep duct taping yeah. that hole. <laughs> Man. Yeah, there's a smarter way. So we're going to take a really quick break and then we're going to have our very last segment. This is going a little bit longer because it's just such good information. I'm going to have to have you guys in here again soon. <laughs> All right, hold on just a second. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Stop Chasing Skinny radio program. This is our very last segment. Um, This has been my favorite interview so far. Uh, So much valuable information. Um, I have found so many, uh, you you guys have covered so many of the pain points that I experience, that my clients experience. Um, A lot of these these things that it's totally counterintuitive. Um, People are doing you know, the wrong thing, thinking that they're doing the right thing, and then they do the wrong thing, like, even more and harder, um, which is not going to help them. So um, I love that you guys have shared some different things in, in how people can redirect uh, all their efforts into the right direction, because you're putting the effort in anyway, right, listener? Um, okay, so a couple more things that I want to talk about, and then I'm going to have these guys talk about how you can get in touch with them. Really cool. You can do stuff online, at a distance, phone, um all different stuff like that. Um, so I want to just cover a little bit more about the digestive health um, being the missing link to optimizing results, maybe especially kind of concerning the skin and that kind of thing. Yeah, actually, strangely, your your skin is is actually a window into your digestive health. You know, so if you're ever you know getting like weird splotchy rashes, acne, you know, et cetera, et cetera, you know, uh, a lot of times that uh, most of the time that that pretty much reflects you know the health of of your your gut and your digestive system. And you know, people don't pay attention to to stuff like that. And and as, as strange as it may may sound, you know, pay attention to your poop. <laughs> That is, oh, that's a great point. Oh my gosh. I ser- I have to say, like, I, the first question people ask me is like, how can I lose weight? And the second is like a private message going, how can I stay regular? It is, <laughs> they're like, maybe it's TMI. But I get that question no, it's huge. all the time, yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm like, you know, t- tell me tell me everything. It's not, you know, anything that I haven't, you know, it's it's natural normal, you know, you know, pay attention to it because it's a huge, huge you know, reflection, yeah, of of your actual di- digestive health and, you know, people get to that point, you know, I know, you know, in in my own, you know, you know, road to, you know, health, you know, people get to that point where, you know, if if something isn't working right that they just kind of accept that as as natural and normal like, "Oh, I I I only go once once a week." Oh, or or yeah. yeah, I've I've, you know, had nothing but liquid for you know the, my whole like life yeah it's it's months. yeah it's just you know I'm, I'm used to it it's, it's just how it is no it's not oh, <laughs> that's, no. yeah so that's that's a, a huge um you know reflection into your health and your skin um but yeah absolutely 
Yeah. Oh, thanks for bringing that up. I mean, I know a lot of people are like, I don't want to talk about it. Well, and then you don't talk about it, right? And so you don't like even maybe know what's normal. So that's huge. Yeah. That's really huge. Um, yeah. What, the Bristol stool chart. Um, take a look at that online. Yeah. What is it called? The Bristol stool chart. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's the Bristol stool chart. It's actually like this uh, little cartoon of, of what everything should look like. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I mean, that's great because that's what people do, right? They're going to go like Google it on their own. So that's perfect. Give them a good source to look at. <laughs> Am I normal? <laughs> and trust me, I mean, nothing is normal out there. I mean, so, I mean, I, I know that you, you, everyone, everyone gets their blood test back and it's always normal. Um, I've never encountered normal blood tests yet. Um, and go beyond blood. I mean, so stool samples are a very, very important window in, 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 into the health of someone. So um, digestive health, not just what you're eating and, and what supplements you're taking, but really h- how is your gut performing? Um, are you able to eliminate toxins very well? So I would say the three major players in functional medicine, the three major players in sort of trying to lose weight and in, improving your performance are hormonal balancing, digestive health, and also how you detoxing. So one of the, we talked about skin problems. So skin can be a digestive problems where, where, where you're not digesting digesting things very well, or it could be an elimination problems where you're not eliminating toxins very well. So that's a detox situation going on there. So those are the three major players, gut health, detox pathways, and hormonal balancing are the three things everybody should be looking at in terms of getting long-term results and long-term health. Oh, that's incredible. All right. So one more question. Um, how, how could people improve their performance and their results without injury? And then what should people do if they have injury or pain? We've touched a little bit on it, um, but we didn't, you know, we've kind of joked about, you know, cortisol shots or whatever, like putting the Band-Aid on it. What should people really be doing? So they say they have some pain. Ice. <laughs> yeah, I know there's, there's a huge backlash against ice these days, but... Um, you know, clinically, you know, I end up seeing that that ice works, you know, phenomenally. Um, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times, you know, somebody blows something out and, you know, and, and you know, they're like, oh, doc, this has been going on for like so long. And I, I can't like, well, well, what are you what are you doing? And they're like, well, you know, I blew out my back, you know, doing some some stuff in the yard. And, and oh, man, I I was so sore. So I laid on that heating pad and oh, felt so good. My muscles felt so relaxed. But I woke up the next morning and I couldn't move. Take take the the inflammation out of there. It's you know it's you know a little bit of inflammation is good. Corticosteroid shot. It's kind of like you know inflammation is all those little worker cells in there, kind of fixing stuff up, kind of rebuilding you know the tissue. Um, so you know ice kind of calms that down because too much inflammation is like those guys called their buddies and they had like a little party in there and they start tearing <laughs> up stuff. Um, and and then a corticosteroid shot is like uh, it's it's almost kind of like somebody called the cops and everybody jets, so no work's getting done you know whatsoever. So you know the ice just kind of ramps it down you know a little bit. It's a, it's a natural painkiller. And, uh, you know, we, we believe so much in, in ICE, uh, you know, in, in our office. We actually have the only um, whole body cryotherapy unit uh, in, in uh, the entire state of South Carolina. So we actually have the same um, unit as uh, as the New York Knicks, the Dallas Mavericks have this, Miami Heat, the Spurs, the Suns. It's, it's some, some wild stuff. That's um, awesome. I did get to try it and it was incredible. <laughs> it was, it was. And I remember, you know, having to do ice baths when I was in high school and running cross country and our coach would make us do these things. And it's like, it's awful. The cryotherapy, it's just like a couple minutes. Somebody's standing there talking to you. It's you're dry. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. so different, but you get so many benefits in and out, out of it. In and out. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean that's that's probably one of the first things I would do in terms of you know you know your your pain is is try to ice it up you know try to you know take care of you know some of those even micro amounts of, of inflammation um, and then you know instead of you know haphazardly kind of you know stretching it you know working on it digging into it smushing it beating it you know try to sit down and and you know think to yourself you know how what where why you know like you know what am I doing in terms of my mechanics you know do I notice you know like hey you know my quads are really tight and you know now all of a sudden you know you know my back is or you know so take a look at, at elsewhere you know other other little links you know in your body um, and you know a lot of times that'll give you a pretty good you know indicator or even in in terms of you know women you know pay attention to you know hey is is, is it you know my time of the month you know is there inflammation yeah there, there's it's inf- change, it's fluctuation in hormone levels yeah yeah and, and and you know we always notice that that if there's inflammation going on you know somewhere down there that you know a lot of times it'll radiate you know towards the back etc yeah yeah so you shouldn't just like Put a brace on it and keep running. Yeah. No. Okay. 
right. I see that. Too. Yeah. I mean, try to, you know, <laughs> you know, try to don't, don't necessarily, you know, give it up completely. But, you know, one of, one of the biggest things, you know, I'll, t- I'll tell people is, you know, back it down. And, um, you know, so you shouldn't feel a ton of pain, you know, while you're actually doing your, your ac- activity, you know, um, and, and also pay attention to later on that night than the next day. Cause a lot of times people will say, you know, wow, I feel like a rock star when I'm working out. That's why I'm constantly moving and moving and moving. But man, as soon as I sit down and try to relax or, or this or that, everything just, oh, I, I can barely move. I'm in so much pain. And that's because that soft tissue is kind of cooling down. So, you know, not just see how you feel during, you know, the activities, but see how you feel later on that night, the next morning when everything's kind of cooling down. Because um, that's a lot of times how you'll know if you really just irritated the, the heck out of something, how, how um, you'll know that if you push it a little bit too far. And so, you know, keep that in the back of your mind um, and, and, you know, just try not to push uh, through stuff. Yeah, that's great. It's um, yeah, it's it, that pain threshold kind of thing. That's it's it's a fuzzy line. You don't know. Like, should I just keep pushing harder, or should I? Yeah, I mean, I it's kind of chill out for a little bit. Yeah, because it, you know, and then on top of that, you you start running the risk of of you know, kind of you know, uh, um, really um, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I just picture like, cause when you were talking about wear patterns earlier, I picture like, and I've, I've shared this story a couple times, like when I was in college and I was really broke and I didn't rotate my tires. And so those really bad wear patterns, like all of a sudden my tires were just down to like the, you yeah. know, the, the nubs, like or not the nubs were gone. I'm sorry. That was the steel belts. Yeah. And- <laughs> so, so that's what I picture in a body when you're doing the same motion over and over with yeah. the wrong wear patterns. And like, you're just going to wear down to the yeah. metal and if, belts. And if you keep pushing, you know, through, through the injury, you end up kind of compensating and, and that compensation a lot of times will cause even, you know, future, you know, issues later on, you know, in terms of neuromotor patterns, you know, so you blow your right knee out, you know, your body's pretty smart. It doesn't want to walk on, on, or be, you know, on the painful side. So you're going to compensate somehow. You're going to shift your pain, you know, over, you're going to shift your weight over to the left side. And then eventually as that right knee gets better, then all of a sudden you're going to say, well, why the hell is my plantar fascia bothering me on, you know, the other side, you know, just weird stuff like that. So that's why you don't really want to push through pain too much. Um, you know, always kind of listen to your body. Yeah. And come see somebody like yourself who can look at that and see like, it's, Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's the first stop, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, and also from a hormonal point of, point of view, a corticosteroid, don't forget, is an outside hormone. It's an exogenous hormone. It's actually an adrenal hormone. Cortisol is an adrenal hormone. Cortisone is a synthetic adrenal hormone. So you're taking uh, a hormone from outside the body. So what happens if you take that is that your body will shut down its own production of anti-inflammatory cortisol. And so if you're constantly taking corticosteroids, or if you even just take it the one time, you're shutting down those adrenal glands. So your ability in the future to take care of pain inflammation is going to be markedly decreased and also taking corticosteroids you're really ramping up that cortisol and they saw this in professional athletes when they gave cortisone shots to professional athletes they started ripping up their tendons they started breaking down their joints because too much cortisol will break down protein tissues so go for the cryosauna first go for the ice treatments first a much better way of uh, treating inflammation and pain than corticosteroid shots because they will only make you gain weight and bloat anyway so it's going, to well. give you a, it's going to give you a different problem down the road. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so I'm, I'm really sorry, but I do have to ask one more question. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about synthetic things from out of the body, coming into the body. Let's talk just a little bit because I have tons and tons of, this happens to women a ton. I have a lot of listeners. I have a lot of clients who end up with um, dysfunctional thyroids. And then they end up taking Synthroid. What's happening there? I haven't given a thyroid supplement out in years. Um, even even thyroid problems tend to be something underlying going on. So cortisol is a, is a great example because cortisol actually slows down thyroid. And so you might be, I mean, stress slows down thyroid because of the excess cortisol. So I find that thyroid problems are come under, un, under like three or four categories. Again, your digestion is linked to thyroid health. So so you, uh, constipation issues are linked to, lead to thyroid problems. Um, stress leads to thyroid problems. Adrenal fatigue leads to thyroid problems. Estrogen problems. So estrogen slows down your thyroid. Soy products, birth control pills, anything containing estrogen actually slows down the thyroid. So I find that thyroid problems, even too much cardio, slows down the thyroid. So thyroid problems are usually a symptom of something else going on. And so 
again, you can't just evaluate the thyroid. And to be honest, blood tests, when you go to your MD and order a blood thyroid panel, they're only measuring TSH. That is only a very small piece of the puzzle. When you, when you want to evaluate a thyroid, there's so many more things you have to sort of look at and sort of get the whole picture about a thyroid gland. It's usually secondary to something else going on. So, so um, if there's a listener and you've had thyroid issues and you're on Synthroid or some other kind of armor, whatever other mm-hmm. thyroid medication mm-hmm. out there, Come see somebody like yourself. You Come can go see a functional medicine problem, uh, specialist. Sometimes, you know, armor thyroid, sometimes synthroid is necessary. So, okay. I mean, first of all, do not come off your thyroid medication. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you first of all get evaluated because, again, synthroid is an exogenous hormone. And so you have to give some thyroid support in there by the way of supplements and, and build up thyroid support before you even think about coming off any medication. Um, so that's, that's, that's really important as well. But, um, um, but there's a... You know, uh, everybody's having thyroid issues. It seems to be the sort of the talk of the month. Um, yes, thyroid is very, very important in terms of metabolism, very important in terms of weight loss. But there's there's, there's other organs in play, liver problems, kidney problems, adrenal problems. They all pay a, play a part in thyroid issues. So just don't take a, a thyroid supplement. Just 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 be careful with it. I mean, there's, 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 there's a thorough evaluation you have to go through in order to, to, to fix that problem. Yeah, Find out the I- why. The wedge. Find out the why. Find out the why. Absolutely. Yes. And and a lot of this comes up too, because I remember one woman was talking about her thyroid and, and I said, Oh, well, have you have you changed anything in nutrition in your nutrition? I was just wondering like what she had done to kind of, you know, heal or you know, heal herself or, or tell, mm-hmm. help take care of it. Her ex <laughs> this was a response. Hell to the no. <laughs> I take my centroid. And I was like, Oh gosh. That's um, okay. Have a good day. (laughs) You know, but I I think that a lot of people, I mean, she just was brave enough to tell me. um, But I think a lot of people do kind of take that same attitude and they think Mm -hmm. that, oh, well, no, the doctor gave me the pill and I should be good now. And so, okay, so that's that's good information. So let's talk just a little bit more about the services you guys offer. It's really cool that you can offer it from a distance. So listeners, wherever you are, you can have um, you can have help from these guys. Um, And then where you're located locally here in Charleston. Uh, we've got a, a, an office in uh, Somerville as well as uh, um, West Ashley in uh, Charleston here. And, um, you know, uh, my website is uh, buildmestronger.com. And then uh, the Cryosauna website is uh, chilloutcharleston.com. And, um, you know, not only can you see me at, uh, at any of these offices, um, but we can also do um, online biomechanical, you know, assessments, you know. Um, it's not uncommon, you know, somebody will have like a family member that, uh, that won't, they want me to, uh, to take a look at. And, um, you know, sometimes I'll just, you know, have them video, uh, you know, them doing uh, certain, you know, exercises or movements or whatever and say, you know what, uh, you, you know, buy yourself a foam roll or buy yourself a lacrosse ball. Um, I want you to start kind of working on these exercises, you know, kind of start baby stepping you, uh, you know, into that stuff, you know, so feel free to, to drop me an email with any questions or, you know, give uh, any of my staff, uh, you know, a buzz and, uh, and, uh, uh, we'll definitely get back to you. That's great. And Dr. Yes, and in terms of what I do, uh, just definitely uh, evaluations can be done in the office or, or um, on the phone or even via Skype. Uh, and we do do like 30-minute consults uh, on the phone. You do need a, a, a thorough evaluation by, by chat and by doing a consult. Um, and uh, we, we do offer those services on, online and at a much cheaper rate than what you might get when you go see your, say, your endocrinologist or even any other typical functional medicine doctor if you do lock online the, the cost of these, these 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 products are quite expensive but we actually are much cheaper than your regular sort of functional medicine doctors out there and and we try and heal you as quickly as possible both uh structurally in terms of uh, our fascial work and chiropractic work but also hormonal work as well uh it's 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 we don't turn people away because they can't afford it so it's really That's about fantastic because really a lot them. of times you do have people who are stressed because it's financial yes and so that financial stress will add it yeah there's a lot of yeah things. there's a whole hormonal programs testosterone protocols estrogen protocols which cost in the thousands out there and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be that expensive and uh, it's 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 prevalent out there so we're just trying to help as many people as we can uh in terms of my website you can sort of look at more information from fab in 40 it's f-a-b-i-n 40.com and you get a lot more from information there about what the services we offer. Great. Thanks so much, guys. I really appreciate this. Like I said, this was my favorite interview. So many important topics that I I come in contact with every single day. So um, listeners, thanks for listening. I hope that you guys reach out to these guys. These are This is the top. This is the best. So um, I hope you have a great week and we will talk to you next week.
Get her off the street.